right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Tuesday, and again, we're talking about a DCEU film every Tuesday and Friday for the month of January in preparation for the upcoming release of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And, of course, this month we're going to be ending it with Wonder Woman 1984, a.k.a. WW84, or whatever else people are calling it these days. All right. Well, if you're Rotten Tomatoes, you're calling it trash. And not are they really? Movie. Yeah, they said... Wonder Woman 84 is not a good movie. It's rotten. So I've um <laughs> hearing I'm I've not watched the movie yet, but um I'm kind of just waiting until we get around to it at the end of the month. But um I've heard mainly bad things about it, but I'm trying to like stay away from reviews and stuff cuz I try to go into movies especially like this one with a little bit of a fresh um mind and not cuz I feel like a lot of times if you go to a movie and you've already heard nothing but bad reviews, you're gonna. You're just gonna go in and sing all the bad stuff and to a movie that you might have appreciated to begin with. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to avoid reviews in general. Uh, so I know that it's getting like I've heard some people say good things. It's getting mainly bad things, but I don't know as far as specifics. I don't know what they are, which is I mean I'm okay with. I don't want. Well, to. I won't, I won't tell you anything about the movie. I just know that according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critics have it like at a 58 percent. Yeah. So they consider that bad. And then the fans have it like at a, I want to say it's like around 65 to 70%. Which honestly is a huge surprise um, considering from what I'm, from what I know, uh, Wonder Woman, which we're talking about today, is the highest rated DCEU film. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, apparently, a lot of people consider it the best one. Yeah. Especially critics. They, uh, They said this was the best. And a lot of fans really liked it, but then there's also people that are like, it's not perfect. And um, I really, I really it. like this film. I really enjoy it. To me, um, so when Batman first, Batman vs Superman first came out, and then Suicide Squad, the biggest complaint was the lack of origin films because at that point we had only really had Man of Steel, and then um, you jump into these bigger films that have to do with um, more of the characters, which I think. At this point, it was too late to change the release of Justice League. At least, I don't think it was too late, but for whatever reason, Warner Bros. decided to not change the release date. Um, so after the first three movies, they kind of try to ease back and uh, do more of a Marvel route, which for whatever reason, a bunch of people wanted, I guess. I have no um, idea why. I'm, I'm not one of those people that wanted that. Um, I really enjoy this film. Um, and then since then, they've also come out with Aquaman and Shazam, which also seem more along the lines of the Marvel route. Yeah, th- uh, those two are basically origin movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to really talk about Aquaman yet, but I know that it could might be different once Zack Snyder's Justice League is released. But the way Aquaman movie is done, it doesn't really make sense because of just- the Justice League Josh Whedon had because there's a bunch of stuff in it that contradicts itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that was a huge problem I had with Aquaman, but again, I mean, I'm not, we're not going to talk about that right now. Either way. Um, yeah, this was kind of just, this was like the first movie that was the response of that critique of, Hey, we need to do things like Marvel's doing them, which again, I don't, I never, I never wanted DC to be like Marvel. I never wanted yeah. them to take the Marvel route. Um, as far as origin films, I really like this one, and I've liked um, the majority of the films that DC's put out. 
but I think the comparison between them and Marvel is one that I think has borne more harm than good for the DCEU film series. Yeah. Because um, I, well, I, I know think that, overall, um, um, going in, Zack Snyder, I think he had a really, really solid vision for what he wanted to do. And then because of the critiques of it not being Marvel, um, it kind of just messed up his whole vision. Um, and I'm hoping that with the release of the Snyder Cut in March, we'll uh, see a lot of that redeemed. I know that... Um... So he, him and his wife were producers for this movie and they did have a hand in it. And I know that originally her backstory was supposed to be not World War I, but the Crimean War back in the 1850s. Yeah, I saw Snyder, uh, Zach Snyder posted a picture. Yeah, so that picture recently. was really supposed to be in Justice League. I mean, uh, Batman vs. Superman. But because of the director of this, uh, Wonder Woman, wanting to change it to World War I, he ended up switching the picture. Okay. Which is, he was he, apparently he was fine with, and it didn't really make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, I really like this movie. I thought it was really good. The beginning on Simascura was done really well. It looks great, especially if you compare it to. My only complaint at the beginning was none. It's done fantastically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, since we're talking complaint. about the beginning of the film, I want to quick mention I love the. Um, animation style of the um, story of oh, uh, how the Amazonians got the there. Yeah. Like the, cause it's almost like a painting, but it's like 3D. I love that yeah. the way they did that. It looks really, really good. I know, um, I know people have complained about that. Uh, yeah. People are it was, idiots. It was in something else I was watching. People complained about that instead of her like finding a textbook of, or something that would explain more of the background. It's her mother who's trying to hide this information from her, basically just reviews it to her because they wanted to do the cool painting movement stuff, which I didn't have a problem with. I thought it was uh, fit story really well. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, but then other people pointed out that uh, there's supposed to be like this uh, warrior culture that's supposed to prevent uh, wars and stuff. But then when the Germans show up with their bolt action guns, they just destroy the Amazonians and murder like two of them, I think it was. But they're also warriors that haven't been like involved in modern day warfare for yeah. a couple hundred years or whatever. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really have like a it's, problem it's, with that. I it was a really It's an idiotic scene. complaint. It's a, it's a weird complaint, but um, I thought it was really cool when they showed up in that beach scene yeah. where they're swinging down from the cliffs, shooting their bows and arrows. It shows you how much stronger and like uh, a little bit quicker the average Amazonian is compared to mortal men. And then Wonder Woman's even stronger than that. One scene I, one scene I did want to touch on at the beginning was the scene where she first like smacks her like wrist gauntlets together and it creates that shockwave, I guess, at the beginning. Yeah. And it throws, and it throws uh, her trainer, I can't remember her name. I'm sure there's like an official name for that little uh, action there but i don't know what it's called it's basically what i called it yeah the whatever you just said is right shockwave. that's <laughs> <laughs> but that scene uh if they hadn't revealed it in batman versus superman that she could do that that scene right here would have been so much cooler seeing it the first time her seeing it her do it for the first time but uh uh gal gadot's reaction to doing it how she acted uh when she first did it I thought she nailed that scene perfectly. A lot of people criticized her acting in this movie. But yeah, it was weird. 
<laughs> that's why like i think as far as criticisms as far as criticisms uh so much with the dc f- films i think people are overly critical in a lot of ways that they i don't know i feel like, I feel like it just doesn't make sense because to me gail gadot is such a perfect actress uh for wonder woman and uh, especially this film she did such a good job and with the way she's reacting and everything and the way she uh, just holds herself and portrays the role I think like she couldn't have been more perfect yeah I really liked her because uh at no point because Wonder Woman is this real confident person at no point in the movie does she ever appear to not be like portraying this uh super confident Amazonian woman I was like yeah she they nailed the casting with her a lot of people have made fun of her accent, though, because then all the other, yeah, it's weird. All the other Amazonians tend to have the same accent as her, which doesn't bother me because. Yeah, why would I be mad about that? Yeah, they're all going to have, they all should have the same accent. But people why would they even be a complaint? What did they want her know. accent to be? No accent at all, I guess. I don't know. I mean, everyone has to have an accent. It's one of those weird complaints that people made about. That's why. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but uh, so after, so after that German battle scene on the in the sand, uh, they get street. They uh, basically are holding Steve Trevor captive to get information about what's going on, and he reveals World War One's taking place, the war to end all war wars, uh, and then uh, Wonder Woman decides to bring him back to London. But this one, this, that was one complaint that I had, is when they sail from. They don't really reveal where reveal where it is, where Themyscira is, but it's in the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. So was your uh, complaint that they didn't reveal where it was, or no? That's not the complaint. The complaint is what's that, the complaint? <laughs> that when they get in the sailboat, they somehow sail from there to London in one day, like overnight. When she's asleep, they she wakes up and she's like, "Yeah, we're in London." And like to uh, to wave it off, like it, because there's no way you could get there that quickly. But like, was that to, fast like, of a ship? No, the, to wave it it's off. It's basically like, the Black oh. Pearl. He basically said, "Oh, we caught a ride on this this tugboat started pulling us." So that that's a way to wave off that long trip, which should have been like three days at least. But they're like, "Oh no, we caught a ride by this tugboat." So that I'll go with that it. Makes sense, but whatever. I move past it. Yeah. Um, what I really did like about the, especially the London stuff, her on the boat, and then her in that cave when she meet, first meets Steve, uh, like her like questioning like everything, like seeing stuff for the first time, like a fish out of water type of thing, uh, is really cool because they do it really well. Especially Chris Pine's comedy in this movie, like his reactions to her is super funny. I was laughing pretty hard yesterday when I was watching it again, but like that beginning part of the movie. Which would typically be boring as you're like the characters learning her powers and stuff like that and learning the world, which would typically be boring in a different movie with the way they did it here with the comedy and the jokes and her having like the sword, like just carrying it through the streets was done pretty funny. So I really liked it. Um, I on, that, on that note, I want to quick say um, I love the cast of this movie. I don't know anybody's name except Gail Gadot and Chris Pine. But because those two are perfectly cast to me, but also yeah. like even all of the um, Amazon Amazon women and all of the bad guys and the bad girls, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> but like literally to me every single person in this movie was perfectly cast and they did such a good job um it makes me wish i re- remembered or knew the, the other um the bad guys names because i don't but uh even chris pine because at this point the only movies i had really known him from because i didn't see star trek but i i knew him from uh um Oh, horror. he's in. So I know him from this and Horrible Bosses too, and he's great in both movies. Drastically different characters, but he's great in both. Yeah, he's he's a really good actor. Uh, I think there's big chunks in the movie where he's carrying the scenes because of the way they wrote it. Yeah, but um, like it, it, there was a nice part in the London scene where he's about to get like assassinated by these other spies. Yeah, that's nice. That scene where they're getting like trying to get uh like killed in the back alley is a nice reference to the original superman movie where uh superman's disguised as clark kent and he catches a bullet that they're shooting at lois uh but instead it's like reverse when wonder woman blocks the bullet but then they add that there's a cool fight scene afterwards and dude ends up taking the cyanide pill and killing himself instead of talking to her so it's a nice reference to that original scene from superman to me, so much of this movie is so well done um, for a lot of reasons, but spe- specifically what I want to reference is the idea of this being a feminist movie because it's well done in a way that it's not overly I hate men or, yeah. or women are better than men or anything like that. It's just a really it's it's a great female character as well as everyone on the island is all super great female um warriors and it kind of just shows that aspect in a way that it's not weirdly demeaning to opposite sexes or anybody else um there is a handful of references here or there that are like uh men aren't needed for certain things only for reproduction oh which is the way (laughs) the way that that it's done it's not more of a joke (laughs) yeah yeah the way that that's said is i thought was funny i laughed at it um because the 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 things that are any sort of reference to uh, gender aren't necessarily demeaning and it's not. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not offensive. That's why I really like this movie because it, it just does such a good job portraying um, a strong female character as well as um, the men in this movie are also really great. And uh, the comedy between the two of them about gender is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I know that um, some people have complained about like that scene in London where uh, there is like the war council scene. Okay. And she goes in there and starts talking. And then they're like, oh, there's a woman in here. Why is she talking at all? Like a lot of people complained about that and how that's like offensive to women. But if you actually think about it, that's how it was at the time. Yeah. It's not offensive. It's literally like historically accurate for that time period which so, which to me is another great reason why this movie is a great feminist movie because you're portraying the realities that women had to deal with yeah and she's handling it in a very she handles it very well yeah. and um it kind of just shows you the advancements that uh one she's lived through as far as feminists go and as a culture what we've you where we used to be and where we are now i think is uh pretty significantly I'm, we've made a lot of great strides. <laughs> to me, this movie, because I, I mentioned Marvel earlier, but to me, this movie 
um, I compare a lot to, which again, I, I hate when people compare Marvel and DC, but either way, I do it with this one uh, because this one feels drastically different than the previous three Marvel or DC movies, um, which makes sense because it's about a hundred years before those movies. And, but in that same sense, it reminds me a lot of Captain America, which is a drastically totally different movie from the other uh, Marvel movies. And as well as um, this one's World War One, Captain America's World War Two, but a lot about uh, the way the movies are done remind me of each other. Um, stylistically, they, they look similar. Um, they feel a lot alike. Um, even the bad guys remind me of each other. But also, this reminds me of Marvel because of uh, Captain Marvel is supposed to be this great feminist movie. And I think it's filled with a lot of problematic things as far as feminist issues go. And this one kind of did it in a drastically better way. Yeah. Um, I know that um, a lot of people talk about the uh, trench scene where she goes into no man's land and they're shooting at her machine gun. A lot of people point to that as like one of the best action scenes in this movie, which I agree with. It's pretty cool. Um, it kicks off a better, like that part's cool, but it kicks into the scene where they get into the actual, actual billet town. And she like, they hold up the tank door and like launch her into the like church tower. And she like smashes the whole tower. I think that scene's a lot better than the trench scene because there's more going on instead of just her like dodging bullets and yeah. standing there with a shield. I think it, without, while that's cool, that her watching her actually do stuff and the slow-mo fights, I actually really enjoy. A lot of people complain about that because that uh, they say Zack Snyder uses too much slow-mo. I like it. I don't want to just see blurs on the screen and be like, oh, I wonder what's going on. I want to see them slow down the action and I see think- what's actually happening. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times people overuse like shaky cam or like quick cuts. So you're like, oh, what's supposed to be happening? I can't tell. Oh, it's just a bunch of CGI that looks bad. But I think, um, one, it's nice to have a little bit of slow-mo because you can actually see what's going on. But yeah. also, um, when done well, which I think in the fighting, the trenches scene, it's done well because you see um, – it's it's done for impact and there's it yeah. kind of it feels weighty and there's like it's a powerful moment. It's not just some girl walking through the trenches and dodging bullets, which it is, but also like uh, the way it's done feels um, extra special and extra like you can you there's more weight to the moment. Now, when you were watching this, because apparently it was supposed to be a big twist, but I figured it out instantly when watching it that the sword wasn't the god killer the god killer is wonder woman that's supposed to be like a twist but it's clear like right away in the movie so did you was that like does that seem like a big twist to you um so to me the big twist of the movie is more when they reveal who the bad guy is or who aries is aries is that what yeah it was aries um uh, to me, that's more of the big twist. I th- I think the sword thing was like a twist, but not like a big twist. If that, I don't know, because I feel like yeah. sometimes movies will have like a big twist and then there'll be like little things that are like meant to be revealed later on. I feel like this one was more of an obvious one, but like the reveal, I still like the reveal and I still like the way they did it. No, um, I like. It wasn't, like it wasn't theory. a big twist to me. 
I liked it when they revealed revealed Ares to be the London guy trying to broker the treaty between the countries for that ended World War One and basically did set up World War Two. Yeah, and that's what they're implying in this movie that it was Ares' fault World War Two happened because of his bad treaty. <laughs> but so I like that reveal. Um, but I, what I like more is him revealing the backstory of that he wasn't the god of war, that he was the god of knowledge, uh, the god of truth. Yeah, and that um, he saw what Zeus had made mankind, how evil they were, and why he wanted to get rid of them. And so it was just the gods, and none of the other gods would believe him. Which, if you if you think of it, even Wonder Woman agrees with him that even the good guys, because she points it out that the, even the good guys that are helping her are criminals. They are have murdered people. Nobody's nobody's perfectly good. And which is basically what Ares is telling her, but then he wants to take it a step further and be like, let's wipe everybody out and <laughs> rebuild the world. Uh, and then she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I, I like that part about that. I think that was a really scene was really done to give Ares instead of just being like, oh no, I'm like, got to war. I want everybody to kill each other through war. Instead of just him being that, it gave him more motivation to why he hated humans. So I really like that compared to like, especially like going back to Suicide Squad, Enchantress, while she did hate humans for them betraying her, I guess, before. they like machines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that movie, the villain had no motivation compared to like this one where he's like, yeah, I have an actual reason. I even tried convincing the other gods of how terrible humans are and none of them wanted to believe me. They all just thought I was crazy. So this one actually had motivation. I really enjoyed this one. I think this is probably uh, one of the better uh, DC villains so far. It was his first four movies. I would say he's probably my second favorite after Zod. Um, uh, dang, I don't know. Because I, I, like I guess if I think about either. it, it's either Zod, um, Ares. Uh, who do we want to say Batman vs. Superman is? It was, Batman, it was Superman, uh, Doomsday, or Lex Luthor. I'm going to say Batman, the villain for that one is definitely Lex Luthor because he's the one pulling all the strings, setting everything up. It's hard because on one hand, I want to say you're wrong because Batman vs. Superman is my favorite so f- my favorite of the series. Um, I think that movie is better, same but time, I think the villain in this one's better than Lex Luthor yeah. because a lot of Luthor's plan had to fall perfectly, and he had to think, oh, Batman's going to think this when he sees it. Or Superman's going to think this when I send him these pictures in the mail to the Daily Planet. Yeah. So a lot of it had to be perfect. It was basically the writing for him. But like that's why I like this one better, because he actually had motivation. As well why. as, I mean, motivation aside and everything, um, like the actor for this villain is just a better actor than uh, oh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. A lot no of Jesse, are... I mean, I don't know, because I feel like Jesse Eisenberg's a decent actor, but he was just miscast. I don't he just shouldn't have been in that role. Now, how do you feel about the final fight between Ares and Wonder Woman? Um, I love it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people hated it. Um, yeah, apparently a bunch of people complained about that for some reason. If I'm honest, I don't know if I have any problems with this movie. I really, really like it. It's not um it's not my favorite of the DCEU films. But it is up there. It's it's one of the uh, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, it's really it's it's a really good movie. Um, people complained 
that he didn't have the glowing red eyes that he has in the comics, which I don't care about. I don't care. <laughs> I thought I thought that final fight scene was really well, well done, especially again if you compare it to Suicide Squad's big fight, yeah. where you get the group versus the villain, and that one was, I think that one's like the worst movie in the DCEU. Um, as far as like, the villain, if we want to complain about that, the, that just brings me back to Captain America, where I thought. Um, uh, I didn't think Red Skull looked as uh scary, yeah. He wasn't as scary as I thought he should have looked. Um, okay. he kind of just looked like a dude with a redhead. Um, it, it, he could have been a drastically scarier than what he was. Um, and I assume that's because again, a lot of Marvel's movies are written with the intention of knowing that like people are bringing their children to these. Yeah. Uh, like that's why I like DC because, like, they're just they're just doing their best to make the best movies. They don't care like what age group is watching them. Yeah. Now, since you're comparing it a lot to the uh, Captain America vs. Avenger, I guess I'll uh, I'll say that if we're comparing the two, to me those because I, I I really like I really really like both of those movies. Um, I like Captain America. Yeah. But I think this one is a better movie because you I feel like you're like, lying because i feel like i've only ever heard you say bad things about captain america no i've rewatched it a couple months ago and there's parts that i enjoy but uh there's no like big like there's no like fight at the end of it it's just uh red skull grabs the stupid tesseract and disappears in space and captain yeah. america crashes into the ice but like so between the two i like this movie a lot better because this movie feels a lot more serious Ian knows what it's going for. Captain America, it felt like it didn't know if it was like aiming for kids or if it was aiming for more adults because it doesn't seem like there's parts of it. I'm like, this is the movie doesn't even take itself seriously. And then Wonder Woman, on the other hand, like it's clear that they're murdering people. Yeah. So that's why I like Wonder Woman better. Uh, she's not just like knocking people on conscience. She's actually stabbing people with her sword, so yeah. that's why. That's why one big complaint about the Marvel movies is that they're like, "Oh no, we're not killing anybody; they're just unconscious. We're gonna arrest them later." Is that's how like they they try portraying it in their movies? Where DC's like, "Oh no, Batman just murdered all those people in that car chase." Yeah, Wonder that's Woman why like he... stabbed a bunch of people with her sword. And I was watching Wonder Woman with my daughters, um, and they they were both like, "Oh, why are?" Because it was the first scene where um, the the um, the Germans attack the yeah. island. Yeah. So it was the first scene where the Germans attack the island, and they were like, "Why are they trying to kill them? Why are they doing that?" And I was like, "They're bad guys. I don't know. They're just bad people." <laughs> but even with that, I think uh, this movie's this movie feels more of like a complete movie because of the ending of the movie where. Yeah. Captain America is clearly just leading into um, Avengers. Yep. Uh, that first Avengers movie. Um, so, but yeah, that, I that's mean, one compl complaint I had about Wonder Woman is uh, I wish they would have ended it with her, I guess, messaging Batman back about the picture that he had sent her, the original copy, instead of her putting her suit on and then leaping off a tower in either Paris or London, wherever it was. I'm not really sure. But that scene at the end where she just like jumps in into the sky, and I'm like, this, 
if you would have taken that out, I would have liked this movie is a little bit more. This so I already think it's really great, but that scene at the end is just it doesn't lead into anything. There's no purpose for it. That scene itself um felt like something from uh kind of kind of a dated idea now, I think, but um before like the old Batman movies and then with Spider-Man yeah, a lot of those superhero movies would always end with like them going into going to fight the city or whatever, um, right at the end of the movie, and then kind of just like a this is a, this is gonna continue on or whatever. But I don't really think that happens a whole lot in um, in superhero movies anymore. It doesn't. I don't think it happens at all in superhero movies anymore. Because even on, if you look at the original Spider-Man movie, that's yeah. how they end it. They always end it with him like swinging through like New York City, and like to go save somebody. And then, like you can hear the sirens in the background, yeah, and the Wonder Woman, but there's no point to it. Um, I didn't mind it in this one. It's not something that happened. I, I, it feels. I don't want to say dated. It's just not something that's done anymore. But yeah, I didn't mind it. But it felt like they didn't know what was coming when they made it. They didn't know it was if it, uh, what was coming next. Like if they're going to be doing Justice League next, because that's what comes next. So it's why just, not? Yeah have it set up that way why not have bat like the end scene instead of it just being like uh batman saying hey on the original picture uh it's and he's like get ready we're about to do a team up yeah something <laughs> something that leads into justice league better than her just jumping in to go save somebody but i think at that point um because of previous criticisms and everything it's likely they just didn't know what the future of the dceu was going to be because i think before this was even released there was talk about canceling the whole thing um no i don't think there was talk about that until justice league came out because it didn't make as much as it they wanted that's why because, they... it's, because it's like the most expensive film and it's the trashiest of films well that's because of the director <laughs> <laughs> and all his stupid reshoots <laughs> oh there's two other things i wanted to mention uh, I mentioned. I think I already mentioned Chris Pine's comedy in this movie. Oh yeah, and then I mentioned. I mentioned in Suicide Squad that the director Warner Brothers made him go back and add comedy to it. Which did they? Is there a comedy in that movie? They're supposed to be, but <laughs> that's what. That's what I was going to mention. That uh, the comedy in Wonder Woman was done so much better than Suicide Squad's. Yeah, jokes. I guess. But like it just felt more natural in Wonder Woman, and not as forced. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like everything in this movie just felt, it felt right. Like it felt natural. Like all the writing was great, all the directing was great, um, the way they edited the scenes and everything. Um, but again, like so much of it does fall on the ability of the actors. And Chris yeah. Pine and Gal Gadot both did it such. They had such great chemistry together. Yeah. Um, which is why I mean I'm really excited to see Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, hopefully it's as good as I'm expecting. Cause again, I love their chemistry. Like they're, they're great together. The only, th the, the last thing I want to mention is that it, it's kind of a reference to Wonder Woman 84, but in the scene in London where she's trying on different clothes and then they make her wear glasses. It's a reference to Superman. Yeah. Uh, like the glasses disguise, but like, uh, Steve's assistant says, I don't remember her name, but, um, she says, really specs and suddenly she isn't the most beautiful woman you've ever seen yeah which is got like a joke but um it's also a reference to uh batman returns 
uh, Catwoman. She's wearing glasses. All of a sudden, she takes the glasses off and she's Catwoman and like this gorgeous woman. Uh, Iron Man 3, they did the same thing with the villain. He has goofy hair and glasses at the beginning and then all of a sudden, he does it and he's handsome and he's a bad guy. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984, even though they reference it in this movie, uh, Kristen Wiig's bad guy is wearing glasses at the beginning. Also, she loses her glasses and she's beautiful and becomes a bad guy. It's a, it's a comic book movie thing where they do this a lot where with the stupid glasses, even uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 did it with Jamie Foxx. He had the glasses. He loses glasses. I mean, He's Peter a, Parker has glasses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a, so I like the that they make a joke about it in this movie. But then in, in the sequel to this movie, Wonder Woman 84, they go back to it and they're, just, they're like, oh no, it's a serious thing. Where with glasses on, she's this normal, normal, boring person. But when she loses those glasses, she becomes a bad guy. But even like that scene itself is is a funny scene. Just with the, um, I mean, it's such a short interaction. But the one where she says something about what is an assistant, and then she says everything she does, and she goes, "Where I'm from, that's called a slave." So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. So I like the chemistry between. Uh, Wonder Woman is uh, Steve Trevor, but even like his assistant, yeah, they they don't talk very much, but they make a reference to her in the next eighty four. But I won't go into that until we talk about that movie. But like I think uh, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine's uh, chemistry in this movie is basically what carried the majority of this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, I'd love to see them do something outside of the DC uh, universe together because they just seem like such a solid team like they just work so well together i'd love to see them do more yeah um but yeah i mean with that with that being said uh i don't want to go too into too much detail um yet on other things because we still have all the other movies coming up so um make sure to tune in friday we're gonna be talking about josh whedon's justice league <laughs> <laughs> or justice league as some call it um and yeah, again, every Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Friday this month, we're talking about the DCEU films. We'll be ending with Wonder Woman 84. <laughs>